0: Hey guys, and welcome to Against the Grain, a podcast where we discuss how to live differently and take the narrow path that isn't popular in today's post-Christian culture. Our goal is to look at life differently through a biblical lens to understand how God wants us to live in today's day and age. We talk about current topics millennials are facing today, not talked about in the pulpit, and what they mean to us as Christ followers. Guys, we all know that Kanye West isn't perfect, right? I mean, that's quite obvious. With his past musical lyrics and lifestyle, we can fully conclude that he has lived the majority of his life succumbed to the pressures of the world, idolizing greed, sex, adultery, gluttony, self-worship, and so many more sins that the world tells us that we have to live by in order to be normal or to be successful. We look at who we married. A woman that promotes sex and possesses the Jezebel spirit of lust and self-worship, and who began her fame by making a porno, interestingly enough, Kanye is far from perfect, right? So when he came to know Jesus and would only make gospel music as he stated, which was and was also changing his lifestyle. Um, He started making worship services and giving it all to Jesus. People were obviously skeptical. But most shockingly, it was the religious Christians that were the most skeptical and also the most vicious to his change of heart and soul. So yesterday, um, he released Jesus as king, right? Um, I'm pretty pretty much always on Twitter. I love Twitter. I think it's a lot better than Instagram. Um, people are just more authentic, and you really get to know someone's innermost beings on Twitter. Um, they say that you can't hide your crazy on Twitter, so <laughs> I guess I just enjoy the authenticity. Um, but last night, Twitter was an absolute firestorm of Christians that were criticizing Kanye for being the antichrist for release real uh, leading a false religion and deceiving Christians um in those coming to Christ in an epic movement of new age religious takeover which I thought was a little crazy um many accused him of not being saved having only a false worship and false relationship with God um My question to these modern-day Pharisees is why would you give up an ultra-successful career in rap, which is obviously what he had, he was seemingly on top of the world, in order to sell what will likely be far less gospel albums? Why would you serve a God that promises that you will be hated by the world when you need a fan base to sell those albums and ultimately make your income? Why trade money, fame, power, and self-glory to take up a cross for Jesus Christ, who promises that you're going to be persecuted if you follow him. Why would you do that? I mean, why, why, would, he, why would he choose that seemingly overnight if it wasn't a radical change instated by God himself? There are a lot of sellouts um, in Christianity. For example, Lauren Daigle, um, in an interview said that homosexuality was not a sin according to the Bible. She didn't want to upset listeners. She didn't want to create a firestorm on secular TV. So she succumbed to the secular worldviews that don't align with the Bible. That to me was super, super disappointing when that happened, because if anybody, a Christian artist should follow the Bible, right? I mean, you shouldn't succumb to secular worldviews just to please, um, a fan base, so you become more popular. I don't know if she was securing her career so that if she wanted to ever transition to secular music, she wouldn't be hated by the masses and called a bigot, um, which is a definite possibility. Or she just didn't want to create a firestorm on popular TV and be hated by a bunch of fans. Um, Who knows? But there are a lot of examples of that. Um, People that sell their faith out to in order to gain popularity. Um, But seemingly, interestingly enough, Kanye West is claiming that he is full-blown Christian in every aspect. Um, He's trying to change his life, he says, which is awesome. I I totally admire that. I think that's a great thing. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what Kanye presents on those kinds of controversial topics when it comes down to it, if he's asked in interviews and things on um, how he views marriage and sexuality and, and things like that, especially with his wife being so controversially uh, sexual. And he's had a few examples of that already by telling her that she needs to uh, cover up a little bit, um, that you know she is his wife and not the world's. So that was kind of interesting. Um, it'll be interesting to see if their marriage can make it through this. Um, and if she's willing also to come to the faith, it's okay to be skeptical, right guys? It's okay to warn fellow brothers and sisters of Christ of possible Antichrist. In fact, the Bible warns about there being many antichrists. Some people think that there's just going to be one. That's not true. There are so many verses that define an antichrist. For example, we look at 1 John 4, 3, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is in the world already. And we can also look at First John two twenty two, who is the liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ. This is the Antichrist, he who denies the Father and the Son. So this states that anyone that um, anyone that says Jesus. Um, is not the Christ, or denies that Jesus came of God, is the Antichrist. So this broadens the categories a little bit to certain churches, to people, and to organizations. What's not okay to do is to question a fellow brother or sister on their relationship with God and how it can define their future purpose in God by taking their past sins into account. You know, it's easy to ignore the plank in our own eye to point out the speck in our brothers, and I think that's what a lot of Christians are doing with this whole Kanye West thing. Pointing out past sins as a disqualifier for future, for a future with the king is just plain unacceptable. The truth is that these Christians, these so-called Christians that are just attacking Kanye relentlessly, are modern-day Pharisees. These are the religious legalistic Christians that miss the entire point of the gospel to begin with. They're not reading and absorbing Jesus's words on this subject. So for example, I think of the, the story in the Bible that talks about the prodigal son. So this story tells about a son who departed from his father to pursue a wicked lifestyle of the world. Um, while his brothers continued to live righteously in the meantime. When the brother finally got sick of living in sin and came back to the father to be righteous and live in the light, his father rejoiced and killed a fattened calf for them to celebrate. This didn't leave the brothers very happy because here they were living the life of um, righteous and in God the entire time. So they became bittered. They became really bittered because he could just come back all of a sudden and be celebrated and and where was their celebration for remaining faithful the entire time they hated their brother and they wanted to persecute him for this and and this story is really metaphorical for us of leaving our sin lifestyle in the world to follow Christ and running back to the Father to receive his open arms and and there's a huge celebration in heaven you know there's also the story in the Bible about um, you know the shepherd leaving leaving the 99 sheep to go pursue the one, you know, and there's, there's so much joy in heaven when there are sinners that come to know Christ, Um, much more joy than people who just remain in God the entire time. And it's because they were rescued from an eternal hell. We should celebrate and we should have that attitude as well. Even if we are remaining righteous in the faith, we should celebrate people um, that come to know God and people, people that, come to the Father and and turn from that sin lifestyle. So people are going to hate us because of it. I mean, people are going to persecute us because of it. Especially jealous Christians that don't want to see others come to Christ. And I think that really gets at the heart issue here. So it makes me think back to a time when I first came to Christ. I didn't grow up in the church. And um, my dad was an atheist. Like I said, my mom, agnostic kind of, I mean, I think she believes in God, believed in God, but didn't really, um, you know, we didn't go to church or anything like that. Um, she, she does now, but anyways, that's the time for a story for another time, but my past was really rough. Um, it took me years and years to understand what God wanted of me and of my lifestyle. Um, There were plenty of times where I still lived in sin and yet claimed to know the love of God and was in God. I came um, to be called a hypocrite quite a few times by my mother and some of my friends. Um, They all came at me like snakes striking me in my relationship with God, um, doubting my intentions. And that hurt more than anything else. And at the time, I got some spiritual revelation from God. And he told me that this is the devil. This is the devil working in others to stop your relationship with me. Do not waver. So many slip away at this point and the devil gets exactly what he wants. Things get really hard because you accept Christ as your savior and you start living for him because he doesn't want you to know Jesus. That is what the devil wants. He doesn't want you to know Jesus. He's okay with false religion. And just going to church on Sunday and thinking you're saved and not questioning your faith. This is called lukewarm Christianity. When you're not constantly questioning and growing, your faith is stagnant in God. God is a relational creature and he desires our questions to help facilitate a real relationship with us through Jesus by knowing, and by knowing him better by changing our actions, by dying to sin, by taking up our cross and following him and not the world. It says in the Bible that you cannot serve two masters. And that's so true. That was the hardest time in my life was trying to serve two masters. And it was impossible. I was being pulled back and forth. And eventually I had to die to sin. That is why true Christians cannot continually live in sin. That's why you can't know God and still be a murderer. You can't continue murdering people. You can't continue a homosexual lifestyle. You can't continue to live in sin and know God. Point being that Kanye is not going to be perfect. He's just had a radical change and it may take a few years to fully convert to God's ways. He's early in his faith walk. No one's perfect, especially of those just beginning in the faith with Christ. So we should correct him instead of condemning him. After all, he is a brother in Christ now. So don't get discouraged, my friend, if this is where you're at. Understanding that feeling the devil pull on you, dealing with persecution for the way you act and speak is all part of the refining process and growing in Christ. Welcome to the narrow path. God's word isn't popular or politically correct, and that's why we're called to live against the grain and do the unpopular things in life. Only question yourself if you're comfortable because you're on the broad path that leads to destruction in that case. Following God is uncomfortable and we will be hated from it and because of it. That's what we're promised. So back to the Kanye discussion. Praise Jesus that a sect of people whose hearts were once closed may now hear the gospel. Not everyone is going to receive it, but what if just a few open their hearts just enough to begin that relationship? Heaven rejoices over just one person entering heaven. Why? We should celebrate the fact that God works all things for his glory, and this could help just one person that's heart may have been hardened otherwise. God can use Kanye, and he's going to. So going forward, my recommendation is, as always, to assess the motives of all people's organizations and things. Discern their work by being guided by the Holy Spirit the best tool that God has given us in this lifetime. If you listen to Kanye, remember that he is not God. He is a follower and do not worship him. Discern his words and fruits for yourself. You don't have to agree with everything someone does. And warn others if he preaches a false gospel other than what the Bible states. I don't personally listen to Kanye West. I don't listen to rap music, so this is kind of a foreign concept for me. A lot of people have said that the gospel album he released is very good. Um, Jesus is King. And if you like that type of music, um, it can be a blessing to you, perhaps. Just make sure that you discern the words that he's using and ask yourself, does it glorify God? Is this truly biblical? Biblical, excuse me. You're going to know these things because the Holy Spirit and the word is your guidance. That's our guidance in this lifetime. Don't listen to the Pharisees Pharisees that question his faith. They wouldn't have liked Paul or Moses either if they were alive today. Just like those of that day, they would have been too caught up in Moses and Paul's past sins, like murder and persecution of Christians, to see how God is using them today. It's really easy to pick apart others for their sins, but not assess our own. And it's really easy to pick apart a person's life and condemn them based on their past sins and say that they're not useful to God anymore. But that's not true. God uses the least of us. He uses the most broken of us for the glory of His purposes. Never doubt that you're too broken or sinful to be used because you're just not. In fact, broken and sinful people with bad pasts are some of the best examples in the Bible of how God has turned people's lives around and used them for his purposes. So that went on a little longer than I thought. Um, And we talked about a little more than Kanye, but that's really all I have today for you guys. Um, As always, thanks for listening to Against the Grain. Please feel free, if you like this podcast, to share it with your friends and leave a review on Apple iTunes so others can see the podcast. Have a great week and walk with discernment Don't be afraid to live against the grain and always take the narrow path.